0: Welcome to the Church of the Redeemers Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org. And may God continue to bless you. Set our, we set our heart on you, come and do what you do. We set our hearts on you, come and do what you do, because we need a move. chains to break Hallelujah. we need a move it causes minds to be regulated it causes the captive to be free we need a move Hallelujah. Hallelujah. it causes every soul to be saved by the power in Jesus name have thine own way Lord set our hearts on you. We thank you in Jesus' name. We need a move. We need a move. Come on, give God glory. Wipe your face, little boy. <laughs> Ooh, can we stand for the reading of the word? Luke chapter 24 is where we will find ourselves. Luke chapter 24. Sometimes you just need to crawl into your daddy's lap, you know. Call crawl into the arms of the Savior. Say, I don't know what to do, but I'm looking at you. Can you teach me something today? Luke 24, verses 18 through 24 reads as follows. Then one of them named Cleopas answered him, Yes, and besides this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body, they came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who had said that he was alive. This is English Standard Version. And some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. There's a topic for this morning. The topic is collective bargaining. Amen. Collective bargaining. You may have your seats. Father, we love you. We praise you. We glorify you. We need a move <laughs> of your spirit. Have thine own way. In Jesus' name. Amen. In all of these years that I've been walking with God... All these years, I got tears on my screen, don't make no sense. In all of these years that I've been walking with God, 30 in last November to be exact, God has done a fabulous job of teaching me how to address those who use the gospel for prosperity. I feel prepared for that spiritual battle. But now, We are struggling with a different spirit in our land. We're wrestling with a spirit that uses the word of God for power. Power. We fight for it. We choose relationships for it. We vote for it. We form alliances to keep it. As my mama would say, we lie, we cheat, we steal. Y'all can finish it. And we kill (laughs) for power. And this all happening in the Christian church, no less. The Lord's church. Where power belongs to God and we know it. We are posturing ourselves and creating alliances to get or keep power. Not service. Power is what we're fighting for. Not love, but fighting for power. Not even souls to be saved or lives to be changed. We are in the pursuit of power and we don't care who knows it. We bargain for it individually. And collectively. But this pursuit of power is costing us lives. Uh, costing lives. We're running after power. And people are dying. Think about it. On May 21st, help us, Jesus. On May 21st, 2022, just last weekend, a man went to a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, with the express purpose of killing black people. I ain't say people, I said black people. And then surrendered himself to the police, even apologized when his gun was pointed on a Caucasian individual. Before he shot, before he pulled the trigger, he said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get you. I'm just going. Power! 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 Power is what people are looking for. They feel insecure they feel insignificant and they try to take power by taking our power but the blood of jesus the devil is and will remain a liar let's go let's go let's go he was taken alive because he felt he had the power to do so on sunday may 22nd a man calmed down sir a man went to the a predominantly taiwanese presbyterian church in california and open fire on a congregation. This is at the height and the rise of hate crimes in this community, in that community, against Asian Americans. And he went in there because he felt as though he had the power to take other lives. And then on May 24th, a gunman enters into an elementary school and opens fire, killing 21 people, 19 of them young faces. Because for some reason, he wanted to be seen as being... Powerful, (laughs) sickening. The pursuit of power, I'm having a hard time this morning. The pursuit of power can get us into so much trouble. John Daltberg Acton said power corrupts, but absolute power corrupts absolutely. Causes us to bargain, causes us to fight, causes us to pick up our lives instead of doing what Jesus said, and that is laying them down. It causes us to fight for what we want instead of fighting for the kingdom of God. And this is where we find the disciples in our text. Last week, we discussed how at, the to- at times we bargain with God individually and how that can lead us to have hope for what we want, not faith in what God already has planned. Amen. The same is true collectively, saints. When the disciples said in verse 21... Of Luke chapter 24, but we had hoped that he was the one to redeem all Israel. What they were actually saying was, we had gotten together as a group of individuals who call themselves followers of Jesus, and we decided that we were going to use his power to get ours back. I wish I had a church right there. We had hoped, we had gotten together together. And we decided collectively that we were going to follow Jesus, not for what Jesus is asking us to follow him for. We're following Jesus so that we can be the ones that look right and everyone else looks like the ones who are wrong. We want power and we're willing to submit for it. It looks like we're submitting, but in all actuality, we're just using people. We're gonna use this man and his teachings to get what we feel we deserve. We want our rights and we want them now. We want our stuff and we want it now. So we're going to take what is spiritual and make it work for us. Help us, Jesus. We're going to use God's glory for our own personal gain. How many times have we done this in our own lives? We have gotten saved. We have done the work of Christ. We have lived and leaned into the will of God only to realize that what we're doing is for the control of another person. Churches. Con- Holy God, help me. I'll get there. Help me. Help me. We are We are going to use this man and his teachings to get what we feel we would deserve. So we'll use the voice and the words of someone powerful. In the disciples' um, example, it was Jesus. We're going to use the words of someone powerful to speak for us. I mean, he's already got a following, right? We're going to use the words and the voice of someone powerful to speak for us. I mean, if you look, I see he's got 2.2 million viewers on Instagram. <laughs> let use the voice of someone who is supposedly powerful to say that Democrats are demonic and unsaved. I'm sorry, I didn't... Um, <laughs> I, I should stay in the word. I'm sorry, let's... We should use our membership... Let's join a church, a thriving, healthy ministry, and use that platform so that we can tell everybody else that they're not real believers if they don't come to our church. We can start another ministry underneath that church and say, oh, we were a part of that church, and then we can go out and use that to get what we, I'm sorry, that's not happening, that's not, I should stay in the word, David, stay in the word, stay in the word, stay in the word. No, I mean, let's use the gospel to tell people what they should do and say and think and how they should live and act and want. And that instead of allowing the power of God to be released into a world and into the hearts of everybody whose heart has been broken. No, we don't want that. We don't want liberation. We want control. We don't want to be free. We want to be powerful. This word that we preach is not to free you. This word that we preach that is living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Piecing to the division of soul and spirit. Of joints and of marrow. Discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the hearts that you want to hide from God this word that will find you when you don't want to be found i'm going to use it to control you so that i get what i want from hmm. instead of using the example before us where everyone is free let's use the gospel so that we stay free and they stay bound. We stay free. And they stay bound. Because then I can control you. So Some of the disciples came together and decided that instead of fighting the powers that be. They were going to fight for power to be theirs going to fight for power. They were going to bargain for power. They were going to choose relationship that gave them power. They were going to vote for power. They were going to form alliances to keep power. They decided that it was okay for them to lie, to cheat, to steal, even to kill for power. And all along, Jesus is listening to how far off from the point they actually are. <laughs> how much they've actually missed the mark. Instead of collectively submitting to the king, They decided to selectively bargain or collectively bargain for what they wanted. Y'all remember what bargaining means, right? Bargaining, Bargaining means to part with something after negotiating, but to get little or nothing in return. And they came together collectively and tried to figure out what they could do to regain power for themselves. Instead of submitting to the power of God, the disciples used the God that they said they were serving to get what they wanted for themselves collectively. And they were willing to risk it all. Somebody say risk it all. They were willing to risk it all to get what they wanted for themselves. And don't look at somebody else and think, yeah, that's them. Look at yourself and say, yeah, that's me. Sometimes we're willing to risk it all to get what we want simply because we want what we want. We're willing to risk it all and use God on the way to get what we want, knowing that it's not the will of God for us to do what we've been doing. It's not for with the will of God for us to say what we've been saying. It's not the will of God for us to just be in the church so that we can go outside and say, yeah, we were in church. Now, why don't you come to my house? It's not not the will of God. It's not the will of God for us to walk out of here and act as though we are one person. And Jesus responded to them when he saw where their hearts were. And he said in verse 25 of Luke 24, I'm going to put two weeks in the one. He said in verse 25 of Luke 24, and he said to them, oh, foolish ones, slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. He didn't say slow of ear to hear what the prophets had spoken. He said slow of heart to believe you've heard the word but you've not believed the word that you heard you heard me say that liberation had came I have come to give sight to the blind and to free every captive this word as Jesus went into the synagogue for the first time and he opened the scroll he said after reading the book of Isaiah this word is fulfilled before your very eyes I have come to be the freedom of the captives I have come to destroy the ties that bind. You have heard the word of the prophets, but you have not believed the word of the prophets. If, in fact, Jesus has come to forgive and to restore and to redeem and to free us, why are you still bound to help us In essence, Jesus was saying, O foolish ones, slow of heart to believe all the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? It was necessary. It was necessary. In essence, Jesus was saying, I don't delight in collective bargaining. I take pleasure in collective reasoning. Say amen, somebody. I don't take pleasure in collective bargaining where you put everything down and you're willing to risk it all so that you might get something in return. I take pleasure in collective reasoning where you say, come, let us reason together, though your sins be as scarlet. Jesus, the shed blood from Calvary will make them white as Snow, instead of bargaining with me, with your leaders, with God, with yourselves, with others and with the word world around you. instead of colluding and lying to get what you want, instead of collective bargaining, Saints, let's do some collective reasoning. Let's learn how to love again. Let's learn how to think of others more highly than we think of ourselves. Again, Let's place our power in the hands of God again and watch God work it out. Let's reason together and think about how we can give what we've been given. I'll say it again. Let's reason together and think about how we can give what we've been given for the glory of our God. I know that's hard to hear. It's hard for me to say. It's hard for me to say because I ain't no punk. I know Jesus said, turn the other cheek, but I only got four. When I run out, I want to run you out. Some of us feel like we've run out. Some of us are tired being the bigger person. Some of us are tired trying to show the world that we are the forgiving ones. Some of us are tired having to say, I forgive you, when you knew better before you did me wrong. Some of us are tired, and I understand that you're tired. But it's not for us to be tired in a way that causes us to react. We are to be thoughtful and deliberate in our response to injustice. I need a church. We are to be thoughtful and deliberate in our response to injustice. If somebody slaps you and all you do is slap somebody else, all you are doing is being the one who got caught. Everybody know from childhood, the second one is the one that gets in trouble. Oh ask me how I know. <laughs> don't, don't, ask, don't, don't ask me how I know. Tired! Tired! I'm tired! I'm tired! I'm tired. I'm tired, but God said, through the words of Paul, reminds us, it's not ours to be Tired reminds us to not be slothful in zeal. Romans chapter 12, verses 11 through 13. Don't be slothful, lazy in your zeal, but be fervent in spirit and serve not yourselves, serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, Be patient in tribulation, which is where we are, and be consistent in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints, I'm almost done, and seek to show hospitality. In essence, what Paul is saying is go and get that formula for a mother in need. Hello, church. Don't react in your emotion, but respond in the love of God. Be patient in tribulation, knowing that the God who redeems and will restore will redeem for you and will restore you. And be consistent in praying, because even when we don't feel like God is hearing us, God has heard every cry that you've cried. And he will bottle up every tear. That has fallen from your face. So don't stop praying. Because the Lord is nigh. Don't stop praying, church. God will hear your cry. The Lord has promised. He's promised. God's word. It's true. Amen. Don't stop praying. because God's going to answer you. And for this, we give our God all of the praise. The doors of the church are open. Some are looking for another civil rights movement more than they're looking for a revival. Don't stop praying. Some are looking for another doctor Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Junior. More than we're looking for Jesus. Don't stop praying. The Lord is nigh. He is nigh unto us who are of a broken heart. And he saveth such. Yeah, I talk in King James. He saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. If your heart is broken, bring it to Jesus. If your heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. There are some that are in this room or with us virtually who are angry with God, angry with the church for not responding the way we feel like the church should respond, angry with our parents, angry with our leaders, angry with our children. We're just angry. We've been bargaining collectively and individually because we feel like somebody's taken our power and we want it back. I give you Jesus. That's where you find your power. Find your power in a risen Savior. There's one in this room that's never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Now is your time and today is your day. In this room or online watching us, if you've never accepted Christ and you're trying to figure out how to respond to all these senseless things, the way that you respond is by putting your mind in the hands of God and allowing God to give you, to download to you the directions that God wants for you. Say amen, somebody. You can't fight this fight by yourself gotta do it with the help of the lord gotta do it with the help of the lord you've never accepted jesus christ now is your time and today is your day come now come now if you're here in this room come now i don't care if you've been coming to church for 87 years and everybody still think that we think you saved, but you know you're not close your eyes i said every head bowed every eye closed the reason why I say that is because there might be somebody in this room that we all think is saved, but they know they're not, and I don't want them to feel embarrassed by responding to the call of God. You, we may think you're saved, but you know you're not. Come. Come. We're not here to embarrass you or shame you. We just want to see you in heaven when we get there. Come, if you've, if you've been walking with God. You've accepted God, but you've not been walking with God. Come now. Now is your time and today is your day. If you're on the screen or worshiping with us virtually, put a thumbs up in the, in the comments so we can see your name. Or say it to me in the comments. If you are responding to salvation, if you're responding to a return to the kingdom. Or if you need a church home. Now, this is, Redeemer is a great place to call home. Church of the Redeemer Baptist is a great place. To call home. If anyone wants to join this church, join this body and walk with us as we walk with God, come over here. We are for Christ to you, oh my brother. We are for Christ to you, oh my sister. He will give you brand new life, new life abundantly, oh come, come on.